0: 48 years of rich history and Australian stock horse bloodlines. The Dolby Stock Horse Sale is the largest affiliated Australian stock horse sale in the nation. The Dolby Stock Horse Sale and this episode is brought to you by the Ray White Rural Dolby and the Darling Downs branch of the Australian Stock Horse Society. Find them on Facebook. I don't know the word to describe it. From the Saddle. I'm Caitlin Hewitt and this is From the Saddle. Welcome to our Dolby Australian Stock Horse Sale bonus episode. This year marks the 48th year for the Australian Dolby Stock Horse Sale. We catch up with David Felsch and a couple of the vendors to talk about the past and present and what we can expect for this year's event. 2021. It's no secret it was a marathon to make it happen, but they did. 236 lots sold for an average of $19,351 for a sale gross of $4,567,000, which was a remarkable $2 million more than 2020. So, 2022 has everyone curious. From the saddle. Good morning, David Felsch. You are the principal owner of Ray White Rural Dolby. Now, mate, this year marks the 48th year for the Dolby stock horse sale. Now, 2021 was one to remember weather, number-wise, everything, but let's talk 2022. How's the team feeling going into this year's event?
1: Yeah, thanks for having me, Cullen. Going into this event, it's been a hard year weather-wise, but it looks like we could have some fine weather and... um, and clearly, no COVID this year, which will be nice. Um, <laughs> so the team's feeling good, feeling upbeat between us and the and the Stockwell Society, the Darling Downs. We've got a fantastic catalogue of horses, and um, it'll be another big show.
0: Let's touch on the catalogue. Three hundred and sixteen horses are currently lotted to date. Now, obviously, that could change given circumstances. In twenty twenty one, there were two hundred and thirty six lots on offer, and and I know that. Ray White were excited about the increase in 2021 from 2020. But 2022 has even topped that at 316 horses. Now, 160 of those are geldings, 150 are mares, and six are stallions. Like that they're not numbers to sneeze at.
1: No, it's been we've had a fantastic response and something that we've that we have always tried to do and since I've been involved in 2018 is just to make it a bigger and a better event and, you know, make it an, a nice experience for the vendors and a nice experience for the buyers is, is what we're trying to do, albeit it is in December and it's a hot week, but we seem, to, we seem to be fortunate enough to, you know, be getting those big horses back. We're getting communes back, you know, Acres, Destiny, Sligman Spin, all those big stallion names are in the catalogue and I know we say it every year, but this year it seems to be like the quality of horses have just stepped up another notch.
0: Yeah, well, I, we follow you on social media and, and we do spread the word, but there is a post that uh, your team has put up currently, like some of the the size on offer, Bonlac Gigolo, Conductor, Donald Park, Seligman Spin, Fern Hills Bennett, Hazelwood Conman, I mean, Crikey's, we just spoke actually with Craig Elrott and he touched on the bloodlines that, you know, they started on, which was, um, you know, Fern Hills Bennett. And I just think mm. the Dolby Stock or Sale offers those really quality working horses or performance horses for anyone and everyone.
1: Yeah, that's what we aim to do. And Craig and Blinder have been a massive supporter of the Dolby Stock or Sale over the years. With another big wedge of horses going through this year and same with their stay in Fern Hills Bennett, he's had a lot of progeny go through the sale. Since I've been involved, and it just keeps getting better and better, I suppose. You know, there's 21 Conman horses in there this year. It's albeit it's an Australian stock horse sale, but we are just getting those big names back. And I think it's a credit to the society and a credit to the Row White team that we just try and keep improving it every year.
0: And let's not forget Conman's books have closed. So, you know, there's no more services being provided by Conman. So it would be very interesting to see what the numbers do this year with his progeny going through the sale.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They have closed and so has Seligman Spin. So he's another one that's closed his books. Yeah, he has too. And if you follow the sales throughout the year, those, those Seligman Spin horses have been making very good money and very trainable and, you know, obviously puts a stamp on his foals. Comman's Conman, well, just gone to another level, level with progeny being sold. It's crazy and I think, Christine and Terry will, you know, vouch for that, That they would never expected to, you know, sell horses for, you know, the mare they sold for $300,000 mm. and Conman being $10,000 service fee and now he's, his books are shut. So it's very exciting.
0: Absolutely. So, David, live streaming on offer again this year?
1: Live streaming is on an offer and we've gone, what we think is one better, we've gone to a production company or Joe McNally who will be doing the live streaming He'll be doing the whole event from the camp right through to the pre-sale and the, and the sale lots. That will be to view the live streaming. And then we do have an online bidding platform. We've got Auctions Plus this year. And if you want to bid on Auctions Plus, there will be an audio only. Now, that is because we have a bit of trouble with so many people under the shed with you know the streaming of, with the service and that sort of stuff. So to, to make it instantaneous, we have a voice only. Mm-hmm. So that's if you're bidding. But the live streaming will have a small lag in it and that's just to get it through as a clear picture.
0: Yeah, okay. Now, just on that note, obviously we've seen with Willinga Park, Nutrient, all that, there is often a lot of spam out there claiming that they are covering the live stream. Yeah. Where is the live stream going to be held from? Where can people find it?
1: Yeah, so the links will be on our website and on our Facebook page. So you just be mindful It doesn't cost any money. So if anyone is asking for a credit card details or anything like that, it is free.
0: Yep.
1: So if if there is a a fee involved, it's obviously a scam. So it's on our page, it's on our website
0: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and you don't need to register or log in to actually see the live stream. You can just open it up and see the live stream. So if you're asked for email addresses or login details, it's not, you don't need to do that. That's obviously a scam. It's a, terrible thing that's happening at the moment, but if everyone just is mindful of that moving forward, then we shouldn't have any problems.
0: Yeah. So, to be be safe, I guess, channel directly from the Dolby Stock or Sale website. And if you are prompted to input credit card details or log in or register, then you are on the wrong link. So, just be very mindful of that. Now, pre-registrations.
1: Yes. So, the pre-registrations, I believe, are open. And if you're going to bid on a horse it just makes it so much easier within our office and you don't have lines, lines of people, you know, falling out of the office trying to get a bid card. So if you are coming, please jump on our website page and pre-register the bidding and we'll have your bid card there in the office ready for you when you turn up. So you just go and see the girls. It's all already filled out and we just give you the bid card. Maybe there's a signature there or something, but it just makes things a bit more streamlined and a bit easier.
0: Wonderful. David, any other information that you need vendors, competitors, spectators, buyers or anyone else to know going into this event?
1: Just one thing is if you follow our Facebook page, there's a link on there for vendors to log on and update photos and videos. It'll take you into a, you know, it's an online catalogue style and you can update some photos and videos and also buyers can get on there and see videos and photos of the horses that they've would like to purchase, but be mindful that it's up to the vendors to upload those photos and stuff. So it's a you know if, if there's one there that hasn't got a photo on it, it's because we haven't received the photos or they haven't been uploaded. If we could get the buyers to be registering prior to getting to the sale, that'd be fantastic. And let's just hope that the weather holds off and we don't have any <laughs> we don't have any pickups <laughs> like we did last year, and we uh, and we have another big, excellent event. I think the Temperature for the week, like for the long forecast, is not too hot. I think it's in the early 30s, so that'll be really nice as we have run in the 40s and it makes it a bit tough. But I'd just like to say thank you to all the cattle donors and sponsors and all that that do make the sale happen. But we look forward to seeing everyone there again for the 2022.
0: Wonderful, David. We do thank you for joining us today and we will see you at the event and uh, look forward to hearing of the success it is.
1: Yes, thank you very much, Caitlin. Thanks for having us. Appreciate all the work you did for us.
0: No worries, David. Thank you very much. From the saddle. From, from the <laughs> Ray White Rural Dolby specialise in residential, rural, and livestock sales marketing. The Darling Downs branch of the Australian Stock Horse Society is a non-profit organisation and together they host the largest affiliated Australian stock horse sale in the nation alongside an incentive camp draft program highlighting the quality pedigree, ability and performance of the Australian stock horse breed. The Dolby Stock Horse Sale. Follow them on Facebook. From the saddle. Good morning, Craig. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. Now, Craig, you and Belinda have been going to Dolby Stock or Sale for quite some time. Big house stock horses. Tell me, what is it about Dolby Stock or Sale that you believe is good for the industry and takes you and Belinda and the family back each year?
3: Yeah, thanks, Caitlin. Um, we, we sort of, uh, we, we go there, well, we breed stock horses, obviously, but um, it's the stock horse orientated and I think people can come there and buy from young horses, two-year-olds, right through to older-aged horses. It's sort of a good place for to get a competition horse or a workhorse. Uh, sort of opens up for everyone.
0: Mm, versatility, isn't there? Yeah, my word. So, how long have you and Belinda been going there for?
3: I think um, it's only sort of been six, seven years—six years or something. Uh, we sort of started breeding horses a few years ago, but just to need breed quality horses for ourselves, and then. Um, once we built up enough numbers, we sort of uh, started selling a few and um, it sort of came along from there.
0: So out of curiosity, what bloodlines did you start with?
3: Uh, we brought an old horse, Fernills Bennett. Yep. He's been really good for us. He sort of um, and bred a lot of, a lot of good mares, which we've re- retained too. And now we're sort of we're breeding to a uh, uh, dogwood comet horse of Roger Wilson's um, uh, Ro- Rogan Monsoon. And... Um, Yes, that cross has been working really well for us and probably the first uh um we got the first progeny of that thornhill bennett cross the monsoon, you know, they're going through the sale now. I think we've got two gellings, two year old gellings that are yeah, that cross going through there and they're going real good, so we're um, a bit excited about that.
0: Yeah. So, Craig, how many horses are you guys taking this year?
3: Uh, and I got 10 raleigh Rolly's got one and um like Major, he works for us, and, and Josh Garner, they've both got two each. So it's 15 coming from Big House, uh, which has been keeping us pretty busy um, throughout the year. So it'd be good to go down there and sell them and start on the next bunch.
0: There is quite a bit of work that goes into it. It's not, you know, just load the horse up and head to the sale, is it?
3: No, we're very lucky. Um, we, do, we muster all year and um, at home and a few places we lease. So um, it it's, uh, sort of works in with our work, which works out really good. It makes it easy for us. We sort of, don't don't ride around the arena too much, so it's um worked out well.
0: So Craig Riley, I remember a few years ago watching him put that horse through Dolby Stock or sale. How old was he when he first was in the sale ring?
3: I think it might have been he was he was nine years old, I think. Yeah. And someone was every year since then, so He's um he's a bit addicted to it and um he <laughs> he uh, he, uh he lo- oh he loves his, loves his horses he he's got his own camp horses and then um and he'll work sale horses and yeah no he's he's
0: uh, he loves it. That's good. That's good. All right, Craig. We won't keep you too long, but we do wish you well at this year's sale and um, look forward to maybe catching up and hearing all the success that you have.
3: Very good. Thank you very much. From the saddle.
0: <laughs> Ray White Rural Dolby specialise in residential, rural and livestock sales marketing. The Darling Downs branch of the Australian Stock Horse Society is a non-profit organisation and together they host the largest affiliated Australian stock horse sale in the nation. Alongside an incentive camp draft program highlighting the quality pedigree, ability and performance of the Australian stock horse breed. The Dolby Stock Horse Sale. Follow them on Facebook. From the saddle. From from the saddle. Good morning, Cody. Thank you very much for joining us. Now, Cody, you are Yarrawer Park stock horses. However, before yourself and your wife Natalie, there was Mum and Dad who have been going to Dolby Stock or Sale since as long as you can remember, mate. Thank you very much for joining us. Let's touch on the fact that you are 45 and this year marks the 48th year. So, crikey's, you would have seen some changes over the
2: years. Yeah, thanks, Caitlin. Yeah, mum and dad, uh, Barry and Annette, started there, I, I believe, at the very first sale. The auctioneers were elders back in those days, I believe, the very first ones, and through to, I don't know, I guess uh, maybe 15, 20 years ago. Some of those early years, they might have had sort of five to ten horses there for a couple of years. I guess, early breeders. There wasn't a lot of sort of trading going on, I don't think. It was more people that were breeding horses and, and taking them near to the sell. So, um, yeah, it's um, changed a fair bit for the better and the quality of the standard of the horses is the big one, I'd say.
0: Can you remember sort of as a kid what bloodlines were predominant back then?
2: Yeah, well, I guess the obvious ones were um, Cadet was massive in Queensland, um, Abbey more so down here, and then those horses started being crossed. We had Rivley Ray and uh, and an imported horse called Dickie Bar Joe, which which they were selling horses by then, and then we had a horse called Cool Guns, Nabata Cool Guns. But it was just, you know, combinations of those bloodlines, I guess, Um, Commandant, Patrol Chief, which was sort of all back to the similar line, thoroughbred lines. Later on, you had horses... Prominent horses by, they, I guess, you know, descendants of those. Obviously, Romeo became massive, you know, through the, I guess through the middle there. You know, they were just winning everywhere, or, you know, for all major drafts and titles and et cetera. And then, you know, size, of, size by Romeo and often they were out of cadet bred or abbey bred mares. And, um, you know, and then you had the influence of horses, you know, like Dox Freckle Oak and, and Dox Finifex and that sort of thing started to come in and... And produce some outstanding first cross horses too, I guess. So that sort of seems to have been the way it's gone. And then obviously it's a you know it's a real mix of you know everything from imported bloodlines to Australian bred quarter horse crosses and and um, and home bred stock horses. I guess
0: it's just like revolutionised horse breeding, hasn't it?
2: Yeah, it has. It, it's a little hard to keep up, you know, as a breeder. I reckon with the the speed at which, you know, everything's moving with, you know, the use of AI and um, embryo transfer, etc. I mean, we've obviously been doing the same, but... You know, I made a decision 15 or 20 years ago and Nell and I, with our stud that we just continue with our heritage type lines, but, you know, try and focus on performance lines, um, that are, su- you know, successful, particularly in camp drafting and polycos and stuff. But it's, um, it's just incredible that, you know, the quality of the horses at any event, wherever you go, really, like it's, I'm always impressed. You know, you always look around and think, Crikey, that's a nice horse. And, and they're beautifully presented too you know, at any show, you know.
0: Yeah, people are absolutely taking pride in in how they present their horses.
2: Yeah, and I mean, that's back, you know, when I was growing up, my mum was big on that, my dad too, I guess. You know, they'd done a lot of showing and that was pretty important in those days and and it was actually, you know, camp draft people still showed horses and and, uh, took them in lead classes and working classes, et cetera, and those same bloodlines were still, you know, crossing over. So we sort of came through that. My sister did a lot of show riding and that was always important and, you know, mum wouldn't let us, uh, you know, we would, I wouldn't step into a camp after arena without a, you know, horse that was properly clean and tidy and fully trimmed and probably washed and brushed and all the rest. You see horses it in like that, it looks pretty, it's pretty nice to look at. That sort of thing was always big on mum's list and um, I guess, you know, she ensured that it that it always happened that the horses were, Properly presented and with a top up of feed through the, you know, each week. And Dad was always big on having them trimmed up and ears cleaned out and fetlocks trimmed and all that sort of stuff, which is obviously pretty standard now for sale prep. But um, that was our norm for any any event really. But I don't know, things seem to be super busy these days. I don't know where we used to find the time. <laughs> to
0: be honest. So going into sale prep. We just spoke with another vendor and they said they're lucky enough that, you know, their horses have a, a heap of mustering under the belt because that's what they do. What's involved in your sale prep?
2: Yeah, I, I, I'd like to try and make sure they've had some, some real work. It obviously depends on the age of the horse. You know, we're in a situation where we have at least some real work. You know, our property is not the size of... Some of the guys in Queensland uh, probably own the size of a horse paddock to them, but um, we, we don't own a motorbike. We do everything with horses, you know, even shifting other horses around, bringing mo- broodmares in, etc. Um, everything's done on horses and their cattle work, and we do a bit of contracting and, as well. And um, we try to get them, you know, just some real riding. You know, even just checking stock. They're not necessarily, you know, big massive days of being tired every day, but some real work, and then try our best to. You know, to give them some some more focused sort of training stuff, they probably don't get a, a whole lot of that arena work, which um, sometimes I guess that that might show a little um, compared to the to the ones that have had a lot of that intensive sort of training. But I think longer term, you know, they they make good horses uh, if they've had a, a you know just a good solid start. So,
0: Cody, how many lots on offer from Yarraweb Park stock horses this year?
2: We're presenting four. We've got a uh, 11-year-old mare from Kirkby Stud uh, that I acquired a little while ago, and she's a yeah she's a Kiwan Combat mare out of a pretty successful uh, Edios Reflect mare that that was that actually went through dolby some years ago and made a lot of money, and a uh, mare called James Charity. That's her mother, and um, we've only been able to get to one draft with the, the mare, but she placed in the Novices' Open at Kooja, the Weekend we went with her and um, we'll try and get her a start this weekend at a local draft before we go to Dalby. Um Got another 12-year-old mare by Bovey Lance that's a mare bred at home and um, a friend had her for a while. She, we actually previously sold her and then we've actually bought her back and um, we're just going to try and get her a few starts as well. She's a, out of a, an open mare that I used to draft called Ramona. And then a couple of four-year-old geldings, um, both homebred, one by Conray and uh, one by High Noon, an old Cool Gun cadet horse that we've got here still. Yeah, the Conray fellows will have his full sister drafting there in a couple of those drafts. And, um, yeah, they're just sort of a bit like you know, I described before, that two four-year-olds. They've done quite a bit of work on the property. And then, um, you know, they're just going to have a sort of a you know six-week prep now of trying to, um, you know, work the flag a little bit and get started on some cattle and um, just a bit of bait, you know, getting, getting a good start, but hopefully they'll present well.
0: Well, Cody, we do wish you all the best and we do thank you for joining us today. Travel safe to the sale and we might even catch up with you when we're there. Thanks,
2: Caitlin. I appreciate your time. From the saddle. From, the, from, the, from
0: the saddle. <laughs> Ray White Rural Dolby specialise in residential, rural and livestock sales marketing. The Darling Downs branch of the Australian Stock Horse Society is a non-profit organization and together they host the largest affiliated Australian Stock Horse Sale in the nation. Alongside an incentive camp draft program highlighting the quality pedigree, ability and performance of the Australian Stock Horse breed, the Dolby Stock Horse Sale. Follow them on Facebook. From the saddle. We have Jim Ryan with us now. Jim, you are the president of the Darling Down Stock Horse Society, correct?
4: That is correct, Caitlin.
0: Now, mate, how's the pressure going into the 48th annual stock horse sale at Dolby this year?
4: Oh, mate, now the pressure's pretty good. Uh, probably a different story if you talk to Beck, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going too bad. No, it's going really well. It's, um, it's going to be a very, very jam-packed weekend. It's, it's going to be great.
0: Tell you what, I just did cast my eye over the order of events. Thursday morning is kicking off with the Novice. Now, the Stockers have a pretty jam-packed list of events. Do you want to recap on those just for anyone that's new to the scene, I guess?
4: Yeah, Caitlin, Thursday we're kicking off with the camp craft and the challenges. Then pre-work start at 10am on the Friday morning with the finals and presentations to follow Friday night and Friday Entertainment with the Riley Young Band. So that's going to be a great bit of an opportunity there. Then Saturday morning, 7 a.m. start, pre-work, she's on again. And then we've got the lovely ladies' luncheon Saturday. Make sure you get your tickets. Details are on our Facebook page with our special guest speaker, Bonnie Penfold, from The Four Daughters. So that'll be another great opportunity for the ladies. And then we'll roll into Saturday night with a big band coming up there with the Billy Gudgeon Band we got. So that's a bit of fun. We're at a smokehouse grill restaurant upstairs. Sale starts at 2 p.m. Saturday. So, mate, it's all happening. And then kicking back off again Sunday morning for the sale.
0: Whoa, that is a lot going on. It is shaping up to be quite the event. Let's hope the weather holds off, temperature, rain, all that. But look, if it doesn't, you guys can get it done and have got it done in the past. But we do look forward to being there for a couple of days this year. So we wish you all the success and look forward to catching up.
4: No, we can't wait, aren't we? Like, you know, it comes around every year. It's a bit like Santa Claus is not far after that. So everyone's pretty keen to step up and have a go and have a bit of fun at the same time and hopefully sell and buy some good horses. That's what it's all about.
0: Absolutely. All right. Well, Jim, we better let you go. We do know that you are on a tight schedule today and we do appreciate you tuning in with us. Thank you.
4: No, thank you very much, Caitlin. And uh, we look forward to seeing you all there and have a great rest of the week and we'll see you on the first week of December. Bye-bye.
0: Let's recap quickly. December 1st to the 4th, 316 horses will go under the hammer at the 48th annual Dolby Stock Horse Sale. Jam-packed four days of competition, pre-sale work, socialising, networking, bidding and buying. Online bidding will be via Auctions Plus and the free live streaming link can be found via the website as well as all the other important information you need to know. Dolby Stock Thanks to our sponsors, Ray White Rural Dolby and the Darling Downs branch of the Australian Stock Horse Society. Follow them on Facebook.